0: going to start tonight. uh, First of all, welcome to the table. We are going to be talking about the tongue tonight and kind of like what comes out of the tongue and how how, uh, taming the tongue is so important Um, and what we, you know, lying and what we say and our words and things like that. So the way that people talk and they use their words regardless if they text or if they um, send it in an email or if it's spoken, however you use your words, Satan uses that, um, a lot of times to destroy relationships. Uh, it can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. You can't take those words back. That's right. Uh, I read like our, our bathroom in there. I have all kinds of, um, like little sayings and verses and stuff like that. And, and one of them says that you, once you say something, it can be forgiven, but it can't be forgotten. Mm-hmm. So your words have a lasting impression, even an eternal um, consequence. If you don't learn to tame it, that, you know, you're either storing up wrath or you're storing up treasure. And there is, and we will hold an account for every word that is spoken. And so that means lies, gossip, our words are supposed to encourage others and lift others up. And so we're going to kind of just get into a couple verses tonight and talk about uh, what James, James really taught on taming your tongue. And God says that no one can tame their tongue. And so we're going to kind of get into why and how, if, if no one can, t- can tame their tongue, then how are we supposed to use our tongue for good? And so we've got, you want to start or do you want me to start? So one of the big things that comes out of our mouth are lies. And, you know, we, we have uh, tried to, I think it's because we think so good of ourselves. You know, we don't want anyone to know the, the truth or we don't want anyone to see through us. But your tongue and the way that you speak and the words that you say, it tells on your heart. Like whatever is in your heart will come out of your mouth. And so if your mouth and your heart, well, your heart and your mouth, your tongue will always match, but maybe what you tell people, like if you say, I'm a, I'm this good Christian or, um, I I do this or that, but yet your mouth doesn't follow or back up, like walk the walk, then you are, you're false. And so we don't even think about it a lot because we've kind of like made it, Uh, Like, it's not that big a deal, or it's just a small little cuss word, or it's just a little bit of gossip, or we don't even think about it at all. And so, but it has such big, big... Lasting effects. effects. Yes. And it, you know, we need to to look at it, and we all need to think about it and self-evaluate. So, what do you have on, like, lying and why we lie and so some
1: of the reasons why we lie is to um, for personal gain it might be to hide our sin Um, it might be for us to stay out of trouble or um, get out of confrontation with someone we might feel like we're doing someone a favor and sharing or uh, sparing their feelings Um, and so when we're doing that when we're trying to stay away from confrontation it makes us cowardice and so um, that's something that um the Bible talks about, and that's not one of the characteristics of God. And so, we're supposed to be um, being
0: renewed and being like Christ. Um, it's crazy that you said that verse because that's in Revelation. Mm-hmm. And so, my pastor was out of town this week, and we had um, actually my daughter's eighth grade uh, science teacher, and he's a pastor, and he was teaching on it. And I did not know that because it says it's like you're destined for the lake of fire. Is that kind of- So like it's it
1: Revelation one eight. but as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death.
0: That's right. So coward, you know, if you're coward. So, that, so what does that mean? And, and at first I kind of was like, what, you know, what, is, what is God meaning? Of course, these people are the ones who have not repented. And, and if you will say you believe in Jesus, then you take a stand. You don't sit down and be silent. And so because you sit down and be silent sometimes means that you don't believe what you say you believe. Because if you believe it, you're going to stand on it and nothing's going to shake you. It's just like the, the disciples, you know, they believed in the risen Lord because they saw it with their own eyes. And so they weren't going to back down nothing that they, they had to murder them. So they weren't cowards. But if we are if we're worried constantly about what people think, then we have to think, do we really believe what we say we believe? So it was really, it's really weird that that verse comes. I love when God does that. He prepares you for whatever, or he does us for for whatever we're teaching. And we'll be like, we learned that this Sunday or whatever. And it's just, that's what the Holy Spirit does. He teaches you his word, but you got to put the time into it. So I learned a lot this week. on Yeah,
1: that it teaches us about character and the characteristics of God and, um, If people see us as liars, that hurts our testimony. Absolutely. Um, And so it also scars our reputation and people don't trust you. And so it's important to, even as kids, to start and be focused and intentional on um, instilling the, that yes. character and you should children. keep
0: your child not to lie and there should be consequences for it because like even don't we laugh at it our, you know, it's just, not funny you know. oh, he's telling a lie like that is an early that's the first thing a child learns, learns to do like did, did you do that did you take that note so it is instilled in us from birth you know we are all sinful uh creatures that god created um and so we 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 lie we do that that is our sin nature that is our flesh so we have to recognize that if like there's some people who lie so much they believe their own lies like that is and then you're stuck in that cycle and you've got to keep up with yes. the lie and you got like, to remember who did you yeah.
1: who did you i mean th- we've all, we're all yeah. guilty
0: of that we all fall short especially with lying our tongue is so dangerous and i think that's why james was so much on teaching about taming the tongue is because it can do so much damage where, because it just, it can destroy someone. It can either bring death or life. That's what the Bible says. So there's
1: um, Proverbs 6 16 through 19 says, um, amongst the seven or six things which the Lord hates, seven are detestable to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush to evil, a false witness who pours out lies and a person who stirs up conflict in the uh, in the community. And so out of all of those, there's mentions- uh, There's a place. lot of people that,
0: that yeah. we know, probably you know, that you could think of a person who has every one of those qualities. And so those are the people that you need to go after. When you see that they are always, you know, somebody always stirring it up, somebody always telling a lie, somebody always just just for evil stuff, those are the people that you need to love on the most because they're going to the lake of fire, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not a Christian because you're, the way you live and what you say, that is the evidence of your faith. So you can't be one way and and lie and tell all these and and want to stir up trouble and then claim and then go to church on Sunday and think that your salvation is is okay. You're being deceived. Mm -hmm. So
1: I wanted to share Colossians Colossians 3, 1. Uh, Since we have been co-resurrected because of our union with Christ, believers are now alive in Christ. We shouldn't lie because we're God's image bearers. Yes. And we should keep that in
0: the forefront of our minds is um, our character that we want to be Christ-like. Even uh, even the small little lies that we try to, like, oh, I'm just going to tell. Like, I find myself doing that to keep other people out of trouble. Like, well, if someone comes to complain about, because I own a daycare, and if someone comes to, to complain about the teacher, you know, they don't want to be in trouble because they came and told on the other person in the room. And so I'll say to them and I have been convicted of it. Well, I'll just tell them Mm -hmm. that I was doing a this or that. So they don't come, you know, and that is lying regardless how little and that it doesn't, if it's not like, you know, hurting someone or saying something negative, it's still lying. And it, and it hurts my witness because they'll think, well, she's not a Christian because she just told so-and-so that, you know, a little lie. So Satan loves to make it seem like it's not a big deal.
1: Colossians uh, 3 2 says, Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on mm-hmm. earth. Uh, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. Um, and so, as believers, we should, um, our life should point towards Christ. Yeah, yep,
0: absolutely. And everything we do. You can open those up, Brittany. If you hear a little crackling, Brittany is eating her snack. So go ahead and open it up. You're good. Like we're laid back here at the table. We don't, yeah. you know, if you cough, like they're always like, oh, like trying not to cough. I'm like, no, I hit everything and nope. So I want to share... Um
1: uh, verse 5 to therefore consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality impurity passion evil desire and greed which amounts to idolatry for it's because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience and in them you also once walked when you were living in them
0: yep. So it's basically you take off the old self, which is was the liar and the one that said evil things and started up trouble. And you're been you've been given a your new creation. You're you have been given a new heart. We've that stony heart has been taken out of us, and we are considered righteous because of Jesus. Now, are you automatically going to come out of the gate being a new Christian and be able to put all those sins down? No, you have to pray, and that's what the job of the Holy Spirit is to do is to help you and discipline you and like if you if you lie and you get caught it's not because you got caught it's because you were allowed to get caught because that's a discipline Mm -hmm. and and then you get tired of getting caught and feeling horrible about yourself for being caught and that's the discipline and then you just you decide to lay it down so um
1: the old self is the unregenerate self and so that means um not reforming or not showing repentance and then the new self is the new regenerate self which replaces the old self um, and is the essence of um,
0: what believers believers are in christ yeah so back to that verse that you said we have to focus on things above Mm -hmm. that's what our mind is supposed to think of but isn't it crazy how satan has got in all of our minds through our TV. I mean, we all complain. We're all grumpy. We're all moody. We all are negative. We all think on things of self, like if we don't get the job or we don't get this or that. And the Bible says we're to think on things above. And one thing that I've been really convicted of is that, and I, I'm thankful if something happens or works out or whatever, Um, I thank the Lord right then. Thank you, Lord, for letting that happen. Or thank you, Lord, for letting me meet this person. I, I'm very thankful to the Lord throughout the day. But the majority of Christians, I, I still need to be thankful for the things, that, for the difficult times, for the things that He teaches me. Um, but thankfulness, lack of being thankful, I don't understand how we can be a Christian because we're not thankful, and and so we complain and we're grumpy and we're bitter and we're angry and all of that stuff just just leads, and then you start lying, and then you know it just it's all it it just kind of just all goes together. So your thought process needs to be on the things above. Anything that's pure, anything that's Normal. holy, yep, yeah, noble, beautiful. truth, everything that is on things above, like encouraging others and lifting each other's up instead of, gosh, I just don't like her. You know, all that, that's what we do. And that's, that's glorifying yeah. Satan. That's not glorifying to the Lord when you talk about your uh, friends or, you know, and I'm not saying that you can't discuss things, but you've got to be very careful because our tongue. It literally is a liability for us to easily abuse what we're like. We, we easily abuse it because it just, just rolls off our tongue. Yeah. So it's, because that's it, that's kind of just who we are. Um, so we have to be really, really careful with, with what we think and, and what we think feeds everything else. Mm-hmm. So if you're not thankful and you're not, then you're focusing on negative stuff. So like, you know, Christians aren't thankful, but we've been forgiven we have eternal life, we are the temple of God, and and we're lying, and we're mean, and we're angry, and we're bitter, and all this stuff, um, and and not to be thankful, there are so many people that just walk around with horrible attitudes, and they're mean, and they just, they don't live in thankfulness, so as we come into this season, like, you know, it's almost fall, it's hot, hot, hot here in Kentucky, and so I'm not a hot person. I am. You're hot a hot person. Oh yeah. my gosh! No, no, love no, the no. I'm summer fall, love the heat. I'm a fall type girl. T-shirt, pair of jeans. That's what I, I like, like that too. But just summer just is a different feel. But I can't go outside. You can. Not. What do you do outside when you're melting? Well, I I work out in a gym. Oh, yeah, we heat or air, different me. breed. <laughs> But, yeah, so I don't do the heat. So I am a little bit more grumpier and complaining in this heat because I'm like, oh, my gosh, you walk in, you're like, it is a, it feels like hell outside. I mean, literally, not really. You go get in the pool? Yeah, I do get in the pool. But, like, by the time I get home tonight, yeah. I just want to lay in the A.C., mm-hmm. you know, and we're spoiled. And I'm so thankful for the A.C. You should be thankful that you have an air conditioner because there's a lot of people who don't have air conditioners. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I really take advantage of the blessings that the Lord has given me so but it, it it starts with your thoughts. And so I love that verse that it is a great reminder. And sometimes you need to put that reminder in your bathroom or in your kitchen when you're cooking or when you're doing laundry. Those like we forget. And so it's easy to complain. So and we don't even notice like what we complain about. You know, I'll start being I'll, I'll hear somebody else complain and I'll think, am I not? Do I sound like that? You know, and and a lot of times I do. Yeah. So you have to keep yourself in check, but focus on those things above, and that keeps you from your heart being ugly. That's so easily, and Satan loves it. He loves it. Someone who gossips and tells lies and all that. And another thing with thankfulness, real quick. It says the Bible says, "In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you." So in everything everything give thanks Um, Mm -hmm. so when you're disciplined if you're caught in a lie, thank the Lord for allowing you to be caught so that brings awareness to your sin that's how you're when you get busted for something and thankful for the conviction right because then that drives you to repentance which means that you you're gonna be seeking the Holy Spirit to not do that again and that's And it means you have the Holy Spirit yeah that's right if you're not convicted be worried yeah be worried you should have a conviction of how you talk what you watch and a lot of times we, sometimes we're we're blinded because we don't see our own sin. It's easier to see everybody else's, you know, ugly and evil and all that stuff. But you have to self-evaluate. That is the only way that you're ever. And pray that the Holy Spirit, a lot of people don't want their sin revealed. Yeah. Because that is a, that's hard. So, but if you're convicted of lying or anger or... T- You need to listen because that Holy Spirit will, he will discipline you until you get it right. Mm -hmm. You will be under the hand of discipline. So in everything, everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, death, everything, we're to give thanks. Well, and then your kids are watching you too. So if you're not thankful
1: and you're someone that's complaining and negative and angry, um, and speaking anger and to your family and things, they, they pick up on that. That's right.
0: And that's how they'll talk. I learned that. David and I, we, we argued a lot during our early marriage, which I think that's very common, um, unless you live up for the Lord. But, I mean, my kids at dinner on Saturday, we, had, we went to church. And then after church, we went to Applebee's. And we were talking about it. And my kids were like, your all's marriage was horrible. And, and so, like, I just, me and David look at each other. And I'm like, but we didn't give up. Like there were times that it was horrible, but we fought for each other. And we're both sitting here today thanking 24 years of marriage that we fought for each other. And yeah. so we don't always feel lovey, lovey and, and all that stuff. But it is, you have to. It's but you can Holy sit Spirit. back in that and be like thankful that yes. you're in the situation right. you are. Now. And not starting. In front of all. your kids. That's right. And so mm-hmm. they're looking at it like you all fought the whole time. And I have I've watched my kids speak to their spouse that way you know and so it's important that they mimic everything you do so if you drop your kids off at church and you don't go that that shows them that it's not important to you Mm -hmm. so everything that's important to you the way i I shared one time with um, my kids and my husband this man and he was saying that the kids were talking negative to his wife to their mom and he was like i understand that, that she's your mom but she's my wife Mm -hmm. And you will not speak to her that way. And I thought, man, if I had that, you know, and I showed David, he was like, yes, I wish I would have, and me vice versa, that if we would have been team players. Unified. But what do we do? We beat each other down with our tongue. We, you know, I can cut David down so quick and hurt him because I know what hurts him and he knows what hurts me. And once again, those are things that are never forgotten. There's things that I've talked with, with people and I've been like, well, let me tell you what he said here. Let me tell you, you know, those things aren't forgotten, even though I have forgiven him. You don't forget. And so that's why we have to build each other up and mm-hmm. encourage one another. So what else you got? Um, John, thought, Satan's the father of all eyes. He is the father of all eyes. And, and so... he can't have the truth. You don't have the truth in him. Um,
1: John eight forty four. You are of your father the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. Mm-hmm. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar of the father of lies. And um, God cannot lie. That is not, yeah, yeah. A not a characteristic. It goes against the nature of God yep. um, for him to lie. And so um, Hebrews six eighteen says these two things cannot um change god cannot lie when when he makes a promise and he cannot lie when
0: he makes an oath yeah that's important you have to remember that that god is not a liar and so you have to fall back on his promises kind of like what we talked about last week when when we trust in the lord you have to know what god's promises are and if he promises it it's the truth Mm -hmm. it's and and god's word is the truth and so and to know that when you're convicted by the holy spirit it may take you a minute to see it, like because you're not gonna say you're not gonna be like, Oh, I'm 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 a child of, of Satan. You know, if you're not a Christian, you're you're a child of Satan. And you may not like to hear that, but that's what the word of God says. And so that is the truth. And so when you look at it like that, when you see all of the things that go behind the scenes, instead of it just being a little white lie, and you see that it comes from Satan and the enemy, and that Satan can't tell the truth and it's not even in him, um, and the opposite of god that god can't tell a lie that's i mean he just can't tell a lie you begin to see wow how much satan has an influence on your life and over your words and over your tongue and for me when i see that when i see it in the word of god i don't care how much my flesh wants to do it i want to lay it down i begin to pray and ask the lord to help me to lay it down some people will be offended and be like well i don't want nothing if he if he you know if he's going to send me to if god's going to send me to hell i don't want nothing to do with him you're being deceived by a liar
1: and it can be um a struggle or even uncomfortable to tell the truth in an uncomfortable Mm -hmm.
0: situation but in the long term um it's more peaceful for you well even when we share about jesus you know, people don't want to hear the truth that mm-hmm. we, we think Jesus is coming back. And they're like, oh, you're this conspiracy theorist or whatever. <laughs> I mean, some people just don't want to, and they've been turned over to reprobate mind. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that there is, you can speak truth and people will call you crazy and people will tell you that you're a Jesus freak and that you're too religious or you're taking this Jesus thing way too serious. Um, but you you stand in truth because you know that your father can't tell a lie. And I love to stand on the truth. The truth has got me. That's where my faith is. Like I stand on God's word and there's nothing that can take that down. Mm -hmm. There's no lie. There's no nothing that can take the truth down. And so it just, it, then you start realizing what was lies and how Satan has weaved. I mean, even, even in the very beginning, when he came to Eve, he was like, oh, you won't die. And we know that they didn't die. Physically, but spiritually, they did, and they were separated from God. So he he began lying from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And you think he's not going to lie to you or deceive you when he deceived Eve? You know, like, you're no different, than, and, and you're not clever, because if you were clever, you would see the deceit. So he's just a liar. And
1: John um, 14, 6 says, uh, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth mm-hmm. and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, so that that's all that God is. He's truth. Yeah, truth. Um, Everything is truth. And his word is truth. Um, John 8, 31 says, Jesus said to the Jews True. who had believed him, if you abide in me and my word, you are truly my disciples and you know the truth and the truth will set you free.
0: Yeah.
1: And so that's what that we're talking so about. It will give you yeah. peace um, to tell the truth. I would rather someone be honest with me um, than to tell me a lie and then to find out... That relationship, or the um what I have with that person, was based on was
0: based on a lie. Mm -hmm. Um, But other people don't see that. They would rather. mm -hmm. I I just I just can't understand it. It is the heart. It is your salvation. You are lost if you find yourself, and and if you get alone quietly, and you examine yourself, you're gonna. You know if you're telling a lie. If and sometimes people even can't see that they're telling a lie. But everyone knows you're telling a lie. You're not fooling anyone, especially if you're exposed several times or if people are like, you're lying. You're not telling the truth. If you if that is constant, like, a, a, I mean, no one has ever been like, Christy, you you tell lies all the time. You know, that's not something that someone says to me. Mm-hmm. So if someone says that to you, you have to look at yourself and be like, am I? Am yeah. I? Because there's so many people who believe their own lies. They believe it is, it is, they can't take the truth. The truth hurts, you know? And so, therefore, they make up this fantasy or imaginative, I don't really know what the word I'm looking for, but just don't want to face reality, and that is that is deceit.
1: And it'd be better if, if you feel like you're in a situation where you're going to have to lie. Stay silent. Yeah.
0: Yep, and that's a struggle. So, like, addiction was a struggle with me. Stealing, maybe a struggle with someone else. Adultery, maybe... So lying is a struggle for some people. They just can't tell the truth and, and most of us know a couple people like that that just believe their own lies, and you know it's really sad. It really is a situation that's sad. So
1: Stephaniah 3:13 says, "They will do no wrong. they will tell no lies. A deceitful tongue will not be found in your in their mouths. They will eat and lie down, and no one will make them afraid. Um, Proverbs 12:22 says, "The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were just talking about. Um, If you have to, plead the fifth, don't answer, um, say the truth, or remain silent. And so, Proverbs 17.28 says, Even a fool, when he hideth, holdeth peace, um, is counted wise, and he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. Yep. That's all I got. Okay.
0: So, I mean, lying is a big, big deal, and I think that is one of the biggest struggles that we all, like, you know, not all of us are going to be addicts, and we're like, I don't struggle with drugs, I don't do that, but we all struggle with lying. I yeah. think that that is something that, that Satan has a very strong hold on, um, and so in James, it talks about being, like, he talks about uh, the taming your tongue in every chapter of James. James was Jesus' brother. A lot of people would like to say that he wasn't, but this is the book of James and Jude, both were Jesus's brother, um, and he preached on tongues in every chapter of his book, and the Holy Spirit helped James. So this is very, very important to God in order for Him to place that on James, um, and so he talks about not being a not quick to be a teacher. It's not that he doesn't want people to teach the Word of God, but like for Lisa and I, we have to understand that if we are. It, basically, it says, not many of you should become teachers, my brother, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. So it's important when you want to be a teacher that you've got to walk the walk and you've got to talk the talk. Not that he doesn't want you to. He says, for we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to um, bridle the whole body. Um, if we put bits into the mouth of horses, so they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships. Also, they have, they have so large and driven by strong winds. They are also guided by a very small rudder wherever the, the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is the same member yet it boasts great things. So we have a very small tongue in our mouth. Um, but it can do it, but it controls the whole body, what you look at what you say maybe what you touch um it is it it has so much power um so self-control is is one of the things that the holy spirit gives uh it's a fruit of the spirit we've done a podcast on it so if you if you don't know the fruit of the spirit you can go back and look at um some of our our videos but the heart so like like james taught that it was the tongue that caused damage but wouldn't you think that he, it would be like the, the heart mm-hmm. would be the, but some things that you have to have self-control over, you just don't say same way with your eyes. Um, you may have, you may think this man walking down the road is beautiful, um, but if you're married and you look over at him and then you look back and then you choose to look back over with your eyes, then that's considered adultery. If you're one, you know, and I have been so guilty of that, you know, like thinking somebody's beautiful and being like, oh, my gosh, you know, like Brittany and I share in the love of Damon Salvatore off of the um, in Summerholder of Vampire Diaries. And, you know, I have made comments in front of David and, you know, that's just what we do jokingly or whatever. Not really jokingly because he he is. But (laughs) that is what the Lord has convicted me of. Like, if you see a good look, like your eyes matter what it looks at twice and everybody would say well um you can look but you don't touch no that's not the truth because it says in your heart it that's committing adultery so understand that there there are things that control that you have to control your eyes your hands you can't go around hitting people and putting your hands on people even though your heart may feel anger you still have to learn to control those body parts um, the mouth is the monitor of the human condition and so if you are always cussing and talking ugly to people and bashing people and belittling people. That is who you are. It is it is who you are. You will speak out of your mouth what is in your heart. And so if your heart is ugly, your mouth will speak ugly. Um so he Matthew it says that we are to make disciples and teach Christ's teaching. So there are things that we can do that were that are good with and that's lifting others up. Um encouraging them there are so many women i have found in my ministry that are so beat down by the world mm-hmm. and i for some reason the lord has given me a gift of encouragement i don't even know if that's like a real real gift but i am an I think it is, i love it. Mm-hmm. to encourage people i love to look into their life and see something that they don't see so today i had lunch with one of my tiktok friends um we met she's from pikeville And she was in Lexington because her grandfather is in the hospital and she wanted to meet for lunch. And I know that, you know, my husband was like, do you know this chick? And I was like, yes, I know her. I've talked with her several times. We've been in a Bible study together. And so um, it wasn't like this crazy person. So we had lunch today. It was great. But I took a little gift over to her because she is one who is just trying to get out of the boat. You know, she wants to minister, but she's scared. And so um, I took her a little mug and it said brave on it. And then the, the... it had a little cover that goes over the mug and it said courage. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted her to be able to look at that cup and remember my encouragement every day because we forget who we are. We forget what our purpose is because we get so caught up in what everybody else says. But so that is something that the Lord has given me to help people like to see things like you're an encourager or, you know, you have a big mighty work for you. You know, lifting Lisa up, that brings me joy. And I love that he's given me that gift instead of tearing others now i can tear somebody down you know that's the flesh and i have to work on it yes that's the old self but it still sneaks in every once in a while so um but the tongue is the very it is a small part of the body but it makes great boasts. and that's james 3 5 it's fire and defiles the person it is set it is set on fire by hell so i mean like when you realize that when you say things i mean there's a purpose to destroy someone Mm -hmm. to destroy their feelings to destroy Uh, Maybe what the Lord is speaking to them, because I've had people like when I when the Lord's like, you know, I want you to go encourage. I want you to go do this. Then I'd have somebody, whether it be my family or my friend group, that'd be like, you need to sit down, Mm -hmm. you know. And so he can destroy. He tries to destroy the plans of of, um, what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Um, An unrestrained, uh, unrestrainable evil, and it's full of deadly poison. Um, we have we have an evil sin nature we have to understand that and that it is the desires of the flesh it's and lurking within each one of us are different degrees of hatred bitterness jealousy pride and the tongue takes hold of all these things and it can be destructive and um, have destructive tendencies and striking out often with a push from satan so understand that your words matter and in heaven you will you will give an account for every word that you have spoken that, to me, just blows my mind. But there is somebody up there writing down every word that you have said, and you're either storing up wrath or you're storing up treasure. So you have to understand that your words matter more than just what we've been taught in school. Um, God says no one contained the tongue, only by the Holy Spirit living within us can we hope to gain control over our tongues. He convicts us when we sin with our lips, and that conviction drives us to repentance and to pray for more of this feeling of the Holy Spirit. Um, so that is something else that you can pray for. Like you have the Holy Spirit, but you can be filled more with the Holy Spirit by praying. Um, not too long ago, I sang in church and I was so, so nervous cause I just don't sing anymore. And, um, my husband and my kids had been on me to sing and sing and sing. And I'm like, I'm not a singer anymore. I, I do. I used to do worship and now I'm a teacher. And, um, so they got me up there and I was my feet we were, were sweating before i walked out there my daughter leans over she's like are you nervous i was like i am scared to death i don't know why i've just done it for so long i haven't done it in a long time but i mean i've done it so many times i shouldn't have been scared yeah and when i told her i was like my feet are wet on the bottom of them she's just like laughing but in a couple weeks we have the women's conference and so i wanted her to see too that i was that it was okay to be nervous that you can still do things while you're nervous and um Ugh, don't I know it? Yes, I mean, you do it, it's just it's you're not ever gonna be I, it's just like I told Morgan today when I was meeting with her, you're never gonna feel happy joyful like in your element when the Lord has called you to do something hard and and she's talked about how she was lonely and felt alone and and I I do. you don't have many friends when you walk um in the in the spirit because you you get a, a reputation to where you're not invited and you're not included. And that's exactly where the Lord wants you. So you feel alienated and you feel lonely and you feel depressed and all this stuff, but the Lord, that's where He wants you because He doesn't want you hanging out with everybody else because you can't be who He's called you to be if you're running around with everybody Mm -hmm. of the world. And so I was able to encourage her today and kind of give her a little Christy nudge and say, It's time to go. It's time to get out of the boat. Need a t shirt. Yeah, we need a t shirt. Get out of the Christy nudge. Yep. Get out of the boat. Um, But we cling to Jesus and. It's the obedience of stop gossiping. That's where the blessing is. It's the obedience of not telling a lie when you want to tell a lie and you choose to tell the truth. It's an obedience when you want to slam somebody for something dumb, they say, but you choose to encourage anyway. That is where blessings are is an obedience and so we are called to lay down sin we are called to lay down chosen sin so if you're a gossiper or if you're a liar or you're a basher or you have bitterness or you haven't forgiven somebody these are the things that you claim to have from the lord and if you can't give that or extend that to someone else you don't deserve it either but there's grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace i mean i could Continue the whole podcast saying grace. That's how much grace the Lord has given me. Yeah. And so if I don't extend that to somebody else, like a brother or sister or or whatever, then I'm I'm kind of like that story that um I can't really remember where it's at, but where uh, a debt was owed, and this man owed a debt and he, it was forgiven, and, and then, then he yeah. went back mm-hmm. and was trying to make somebody else pay a debt. And so that's almost like it is. Like we've been forgiven for and then much. He was put in jail yes. to yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's the and 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 another thing with lying was Ananias and uh, Sapphira. Sapphira, I can never remember her name, but they they lied, and the Lord struck them down, just like that. And that was in Jesus's you know time. I mean, that was after they went after jesus had already ascended and the, and it was like when in the early church you know they were selling everything selling all their land and they were trying to keep a little bit back for them it wasn't that they weren't allowed to keep some back but they had said that they'd given everything mm-hmm. so the lord struck them both down so it is a big deal to lie and we just don't make it a big deal anymore we've been desensitized desensitized that's desensitized. the word i was having yeah. trouble like with desensitized yeah yeah so um I don't know if you said Proverbs 15 but it says a deceitful mm-hmm. tongue crushes the spirit. Um Matthew 12:35 the good man produces good things, the evil man produces evil things. So you're either storing up treasure or wrath. That's one thing you've got to put in the back of your head. What are when you when you make a decision or you speak, you have to think is this going to be not that you will get wrath, but you will lose treasure mm-hmm. for your evil words. You will stand in front of Jesus and he will say, "Why did you call that person?" My bad name why, yeah. why why did why did you use those words that didn't glorify me and
1: it tarnishes your name yes and it so does. proverbs 21 or 22 1 says a good name is more desirable than a great writ than great riches to be esteemed is
0: better than silver or gold that's right yeah. but the world doesn't teach us that you know mm-hmm. it's all about what what i can get and who i can step on on my way up and that's just totally opposite of what the word of god says a tame tongue is the mark of a spirit of spiritual power. So that's self-control um that you choose to do good. like self-control, m- not many people have it. Mm-hmm. we We can see that with eating, we can see that with drugs. We can see that with alcohol. We can see that with with any any kind of sin. You don't have self-control to keep yourself from it. So when you do have self-control and you are able to control those fleshly desires, that's the Holy Spirit helping you restrain and that is spiritual power what more power would you want to be able to be silent when you're expected to go off or or to say ugly things um so you know what we say matters the um I was going to read some of these verses here a false witness will not go unpunished and so understand that um, he who breathes out lies will perish if those are unrepented so if if you practice those it's not that you're going to, if you tell a lie you're not you're you know you're going to go to hell that's not how it works everybody kind of looks at sin like that like if if i do this wrong i'm going to go to hell no your salvation is covered but it has to be covered under the blood and if you practice that then that means that you're not saved because a real saved person would hear the holy spirit and would, would repent and turn from their sin so you have to look at your sin that way are you living in sin are you practicing sin and if you are you need to question your salvation because it says, and then no one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue before my eyes. That's Psalms 101.7. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. You have to understand that there's great consequences for what you say in your mouth. Um, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self. I think you did say Colossians 3.9. Um, so there are so many verses that talk about lying and you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. That means that you don't go around telling like, you know, that's one thing like, Oh, did you hear what so-and-so did? You don't know for a fact that's true. So it could be a false witness. It could not be true. How many times do we figure out that it wasn't really true? It was just a bunch of gossip. Um, so that is some of the verses. There's plenty more verses that you can go and, and um, a faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness breathes out lies. That's Proverbs 14 5. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray from birth and speaking lies. That's from the beginning. That's in pro that's in Psalms. Um we're jealous. And uh but if you have bitter jealousy or selfish ambitions in your heart, do not boast and be false to the truth. So like we like to build ourselves up, you know, and so we might be like, Well, I've got a degree and you don't have a degree. That is a lie. a lie so understand that there's great consequences to it so taming your tongue is so important and it's not going to happen overnight it's going to take a long process i mean even myself i still tell little white lies i, I mean i just i'm being real and, and honest i still am angry i still catch myself in gossip i still find myself my, so i need to tame my tongue but i'm convicted by the holy spirit and you repent and i repent and, you ask, for forgiveness. and I ask for forgiveness and then that gives you the And so when I do, when I know that I've told a lie, my spirit is grieved. Like, why did I just do that? Mm-hmm. You know, so if you don't have any kind of like remorse, you need to check yourself because you are supposed to be the temple of God. The Holy Spirit abides in you. And if you don't have conviction and you're just OK with being negative and, and we all get caught up in those um seasons of life, you know, but it's being able to recognize it, capturing that thought that we've talked about before. And understanding that that's the enemy and he's trying to destroy, like um, the lips have the power of death or life. You can either choose to lift someone up and help bring them up, help pick them up. Cause you have no idea what they're going through, or you can beat them down by your, by your words mm-hmm. and help destroy them and help. You know, I mean, I, I think of Brittany a lot because uh, in here in the women's conference, she's getting ready to share about her testimony and her childhood trauma. And we have to really be real careful with our children because we, we just overlook stuff like, Oh, he told a lie. Um, there has to be consequences for it. And there, and the things that your children say um, that is part of Brittany's testimony that she's going to speak on uh, that people called her names. And so that had a, she's 33 years old and that was back in, in, middle school, Mm -hmm. that that, I mean, she dropped out of high school because of people's words. And so you have to understand that your words matter. And, and, you know, and, and I love the fact, um, I pray that the, the guy who, who said ugly things to Brittany has repented, but if he has not, he will not go unpunished. And so if you don't teach your children to ask for forgiveness and to confess their sin and to not call names and not be mean and ugly, then your child has the potential to be punished eternally for their words, just their small little, just their tongue. So that's a good lesson for you as, as school is starting back, because if you think about school shooters, most of the time they are targeted, they're bullied um, because they're different. Um, I, I even encourage to parents, like, you know, I don't know what normal is, but you know, dressing in all black, um, I, I don't, I wouldn't recommend that. Like, I know everyone needs to have their own self, but we need to also have healthy, you know, boundaries for our children that aren't so out there like the furries. Now, um, if you want to be a cat, you can be a cat and you can wear a tail and pee in a litter box um, at school. And that causes the other children to bark at these these furries that are walking around all of our schools. Um, and if you are allowing that, that is your fault. And, and I believe that... Um, you will be held accountable for that because you are exposing your children to bullying and and, and it's not healthy. Um, God created man and woman. You don't get to be a cat or a dog or a horse. I think there was a there's a man who has spent millions of dollars or hundred thousands of dollars turning himself into a dog. Yeah. I mean, this is the world we live in. i I saw in the news that somebody married their cat i just can't believe the world our whole world's on fire you know and and our world is groaning it is groaning we've got like um california yesterday had an earthquake and was it yesterday or day before yesterday had an earthquake and a hurricane all in one day um if you can't see that i mean all of hawaii's on fire there's floods and this is the labor pains that revelation talks about you know um that that it's it's about coming to an end so There is an urgency for you to look at yourself and examine your tongue, examine your behavior, examine your words that you text or email. If you're texting somebody's spouse, those words matter. Those You will be held accountable for those if Mm -hmm. those aren't repented. And when you repent, you turn from it. So it's not like, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, that I texted somebody's wife or husband or whatever. Or you're only sorry because you got caught. Yeah, or you got caught. It is your behavior that shows true repentance. So. I hope that this brought some light to your tongue and how how damaging it can be, um, even for all of us. We all struggle with it. So learn to tame your tongue. And next week, I'm not sure what we're going to teach on, but we'll be back here. You will. All right. Y'all have a great week.